Hi, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. And this is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. And you're listening to the Drop, our weekly podcast about running and running adjacent topics. And get ready to have some fun because we've got some specials for you today. Yeah. And if you are watching this, we did a 180, 180 flip. Is it 180? I guess it is. Mirror, mirror universe. We kind of kick flipped the whole room. Mm-hmm. And now we're push, push. Uh, Yep. Glide, right? Isn't that how he goes? Yeah. All right. So, so we're, we're doing that. And uh, it's kind of crazy because, once again, we're all in the studio with everybody's busy travel plans for the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got Megan back yesterday at around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I made it back. What Survived. were you doing? Yeah, where were you? Well, first, let's just uh, chat about an upcoming event real quick. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> not I, not that, our party tomorrow. That, or yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time travel. Um, we just have to talk about the Under Armour Sunset Tour. Sunset Tour. It I, sounds like you're taking a cruise, like a wine it does. mixer. I was Catalina. I was yeah. just at the new track. I went there. Uh, Robbie's supposed to go, but he was dying of tick disease. Yep. Uh, but thank you, for everybody, for like chiming in about Robbie's imminent death if he didn't <laughs> check it out because turns out it was a good, good, uh, good call. Yeah. So he missed the tour. We'll get into the okay. tick stuff in a little bit. Um, we went down, checked out Under Armour. We checked out some of their new shoes. And even, we can't even talk about it, but Megan got a like a next fall release shoe. Mm. Or it might be early. Perks of being sample early size. Early January. Wow. Yeah, size. And I got to tell you, the shoe looks like it could be something. I'm excited for Megan to get a run in them and let me know if I'm right. But if it is, man, that'd be cool to have a local running shoe that... Uh, is going to be fun to Hits run the it. mark. So yeah, the Under Armour Sunset Tour is coming to the Baltimore Peninsula at The House. Didn't that used to be called Port Covington? Yeah. All right. Oh, wait, they changed it? Yeah. It's oh. called, well, yeah, it's called Baltimore Peninsula. News to Peninsula. me. Yeah. No, Sounds I, fancier. You, I don't know what you just said. Penelisa. <laughs> Penicillin Reef. Sounds <laughs> sounds dirty. But uh, yeah, so it's coming to The House, which is Under Armour's new track facility. You were there, Thomas. Is it pretty pretty sweet? Yeah. If you like straightaways, it's the track has a very long straightaway. The corners are a little more aggressive than you're probably used to from seeing another track. But it looked like when you look at it, though, it looks like a big, like I'm like, is this only 400? Because oh, wow. it looks long with those big straightaways. Yeah. So I'm not sure we're selling you on it that way, but well, no, wait, no you should be. Get excited, you get to try a different. <laughs> That'll feel like track. a very long mile. <laughs> that is true. You get it. I would a nice long straightaway. I hate like the corners cool. on most tracks. Yeah, that's, that's the slow part. So it's a mile, an evening of mile racing. Under Armour's there's a kind of like a pre-party festival vibe where they're gonna have food trucks, food uh, like beer tape. I don't know beer tent, whatever shoe trials, courtesy of Under Armour, and then Charm City Run. And you get to actually run the mile on the track. If you want, you can sign up for that. Or it's free to attend. You can just come and check it out, watch everyone else run. There's going to be heats ranging from 9 minutes per mile down to 4.30 per mile. Okay, I got a question. Even if I can run, say, a 4.30 mile, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't I sign up for the 9 one and just smoke everybody? That's a good question. You should. Like, I win. (laughs) Yeah, you should do it. And then we, and then there's a pro men's and women's pro heats featuring professionals from all around the country coming to race each other. So it should be nice. And then there's an after party with a DJ and brews. Yep. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. So that's a uh, Saturday, July 30th and we'll link. Isn't it the 29th? 
Um, it's I believe it's the thirtieth. I feel like I've been saying July twenty ninth. Yeah, and I think it's the thirtieth. Um, but regardless, I'll be there. I could I could be wrong, but I'll be there with Brandon, and we'll be collecting. Oh, it is the twentieth. Who has a calendar? Yeah, the twenty ninth. So uh, disregard anything that Robbie said except for all the food trucks. And then uh, let me make sure I haven't been saying that on other things. Yeah. Anyway, Brandon and I will be there capturing content and posting about it. Uh, so it should be a fun night. Um, yeah, it'll. I think it'll be really nice. Nice summer evening at the track. Can't go wrong there. Sunset tour. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, it sounds on. like you would see like Christopher Cross. I did put July 29th. Okay. Yeah, he's on. He's on the ball. I don't know. All right, what what else? Let's get into it. Let's get into the wet tour. Uh, <laughs> wet, wet hot American summer tour. Uh, yeah, Megan Featherston and I kicked off the A6 hydration tour this past week. Um, I days are, I don't know what day it is, yeah, but I, bet. Uh, I think the first one. Oh, the first one was last Friday, uh, in Austin, Texas. It was the first one, and honestly, I didn't know what to expect because it was the first one, uh-huh. and the people of Austin came out. It was incredible. Uh, that picture was, you couldn't actually tell there were people because there were so many. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was, it, was a, it was a Manet painting. <laughs> yeah. There was like over 250 people there, and I didn't realize it either until I was trying to get some GoPro footage, and I went to the front of the start of the run. And I was like standing there and people just kept coming and coming and the, coming. The people in the beginning were finishing. Yeah, as pretty people, much. Uh, yeah. That's what it felt okay. like. And you found out a, a, an incredible taco place uh, for us when we go to the running event. We yeah. probably shouldn't tell anybody what the name yeah, of it is. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Because we don't want it all jammed okay. up. Okay. But then you went to a Vegas style pool party the next day, didn't you? <laughs> um we sure did, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that adventure. The Saturday, I think we decided that we were going to pretend like we were 25 years old and could hang okay. like we were 25. We cannot hang like we're 25. This is still in Austin? Yes. Okay. Our friends invited us to their uh, apartment pool party. This is an apartment pool party. Who, who are the and friends? I, I, <laughs> Jess Mobald. Okay. I, saw, I saw a photo from it, Robbie. Uh-huh. Like you couldn't, if you wanted to like swim in this pool, you couldn't. It was like body to body. Really? Like, they had uh, DJ Internet Famous there. Is that is that bumping a, some jams? Okay. I don't know. If is that's, he Internet Famous? I don't know if that's anyone. Just Google him and find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there was uh, some bumping music and a pool party all day. And no way. Then we went to a Y'all Out Boy concert that evening. Oh man! <laughs> and it hey, was a day. What were the size of your seltzers? Because they seem like they might be a different. Size seltzer. They were. I'm gonna have to give Brandon the photo because it is. It was the largest seltzer I've ever had in my life. It was like how many ounces? (laughs) Like an algae bottle, pretty much. What? This was like the size of it, and that's what they were handing out. But think about it at at a concert. concert. Wouldn't you rather have a drink that you don't need to go get another drink? Like you have. That's like basically getting two to three at one time. Yeah. Although when it gets the bottom of a seltzer starts to get warm, it's kind of like. Gets a little, little too malty for me. I, know. I know what you I mean. Guess it's it any, just doesn't taste good. Any drink. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's any drink in a 32, 32 or 36 ounce can. A big gulp though holds this flavor. Oh, um, yeah. So, Megan, you, you did the Y'all Out Boy, and you guys partied pretty hard. Yeah, had, they got me to the front row, which was all I really wanted to do. Well, let, let's talk about it. So, okay, so the Fleet Feet run goes amazing. Yes. You go do a pool party. Yes. You get, uh, you are drinking at the pool party, right? Yes. 
Okay, so what time does the drinking start? Uh, 2 p.m. All right, 2 p.m. Y'all Out Boy starts at what time? Okay, well, the concert started at 7.30. They didn't come on until like 8.30. That's, that's the rock and yeah. roll That's like a typical, okay, see, this is how out of. And that's still early. Like, I've gone to some concerts right. that, like, you get there at 11 and they're, like, yeah. warming up. Well, it's a cover band. They don't have, like, a yeah. opener. Uh, an opener. Yeah. Which would be funny if they did, like, but another I'd, cover band. Yeah. I'd say, generally speaking, it's an hour after the time, it says on the. Okay, they, see, they I should have asked packed. you. I was asking Megan, and I was like, what time do we get there? <laughs> and they're, like, going to matinees. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you get you get to the concert. You're, you're drinking there. What time did the concert end? It was, like, around 10, 30, 11, I think. Okay, so, so from 2 to 11, let's just say. Sure. Okay, just for, yeah. for that. Then... You have a run the next day, and we're still in Austin. It's still, what are the temps in the feels like? Oh, uh, they're in the hundreds, like, every day. And what, what was it feel like, like 111? Yeah. When and I first got there, it was, the real feel was 111 or 112. And is this in the morning, did it feel like that? Because the No, it was a little bit, so the temps were cooler in the morning, but the humidity was higher it was in so the morning. It was thick. Yeah. Okay, and what was your run the day after Y'all Out Boy? 10 miles. Okay. Was there any paces or was it just no, a 10 mile? Just 10 miles. Okay. <laughs> Thank so, goodness. <laughs> so that's it. And now you're still at this point, you're in Austin for another day or? No, then we traveled. We traveled Sunday to Miami. Okay. So you leave for Miami. And at this point, you get to Miami, right? South Beach. Yes. What happens there? <laughs> uh, well, our flight, so we almost, we were a little concerned we weren't actually going to make it because there's like crazy thunderstorms every day in Miami. And no, so, no, you were traveling with Megan Featherston. Also, that which that was that's the, the reason. Cue that, yeah, yeah, that'll come up later. Keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we like tra- We like circled for an hour or two. Dude, wait, just Megan, around the air around, around the, Fort yeah. Myers. Oh, man, Megan, yeah. was, it, it was like a. Hey, I was just looking out the window, being like, "There it is again." Hey, kids, <laughs> Big Ben. <laughs> There's the Parliament, <laughs> Big Ben. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mess- Megan's messaging me while she's on the plane. And I'm like, well, you guys should be on the ground now. And Megan's like, no, we're still circling. I'm like, this was for like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Of oh. you just like they're it might have been over longer. Florida just doing this. I would yeah. just parachute at that point. <laughs> like that really. I know. I was like, guys, just go through it. I can see it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like airplanes are getting weird. Yeah. It's like, like it's you like, used to get on a plane and get off. It's almost like you're we're going backwards in in terms of convenience. I will tell you, when I was a kid, the government ran all the, uh, like, airport stuff. What do you mean? Like, the government actually, like, the F, what is it? What who FAA? Contro- FAA controlled, like, everything. Like, flight times. Oh, I like, thought it was, like, the opposite of that. It, no. It was. It, and everything ran smooth. I don't know that's why. That's shocking. I don't know why it went off of it. But, like, yeah, I, I believe that's... Probably right. because it was running too smoothly. They're like, this is a government operation. It can't run like yeah. this. <laughs> Let's fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you finally get on the ground. It's Sunday evening. What happens next? Um, we get to our hotel. Megan and I had some beverages at the bar. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we got up. We did our first run in the morning, just us. And then we hosted our second stop. Okay, I, I'm, I'm trying to... I want to give the picture here of you guys... Drinking, so it's now Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're, we're getting imbibed again. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not like cocktails. Like you guys are doing some heavier. What did you drink on Sunday night? Martinis. Okay, wow. martinis. And then 
Again, it's hot in Miami, right? Sure is. All right, this is a hydration tour. So this, yeah, which part of the hydration are we <laughs> like, doing? The whole time what's we're also drinking water people? and scratch. Okay. okay, but what's recommended for an average runner? Would this be part of the tour? <laughs> what would a okay. dietitian recommend? Do as Megan says, not as we do. All right, okay. so then they get up, and it's hot in Miami. What are the temps and the humidity when you're in Miami? So we were trying to decide if Miami or Austin was worse. And I think timing-wise for us... Austin was worse than Miami. Just a little warmer. Miami, though, the dew point was 77. So, like, you you just, you're sweating whenever you're outside. And for people who don't understand dew point, the closer it is to the actual temperature, the more it feels like you're swimming through wet clouds. Yeah, a dew point that high almost sounds like a don't point. I like that. <laughs> so, you see what he did there, Meg? Yeah. yeah. Mountain don't. <laughs> um, that... Because I feel like even in here in Baltimore, it doesn't get usually above 70. Right. right? Yeah. And we're miserable at 70. Yeah. Like we're like, oh, this is the worst. Wow. So you're basically <laughs> in tropical weather at this point. Yeah. You go your first run in the morning is how far? Eight miles. Eight miles. Okay. So then you go to the run, which at first you were a little. First, we went to a beach club in between that. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> they did go to a beach club, which uh, I got to say. Megan, did you have drinks at the beach club? I did not. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we skipped one round here. Okay. Um, so then you were a little nervous about numbers for Miami because originally when the when we we're checking our SVPs, and I think this is going to happen, I think they're just going to snowball on Well, out. I think people saw how fun Austin was, and anyone in Miami then came out, including, which we did not know until today, Danny. Danny from New Kids on the Block. Was at our run. What? So think about this. We had. <laughs> Didn't know. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. We had Anders at the Norda run. Yeah. Now Danny from New Kids on the Block was at. Uh, can someone pull up a picture of Danny? Because I don't know what he looks like. Well, I don't know. I, well, just go look at our reel because anyway, he's there. So he's in the <laughs> like, reel and somebody's like, that looks like. Uh, and they hit his handle, Danny thing. And he's like, yeah, that was me. No way. Danny Wood. Wow. How cool is that? That's I okay. think I remember him in the video too. Yeah, he was okay. in the in the yeah, he first just looked run like a, part. He, he yeah. looked like just like a regular guy. Man, um, how about that? Yeah, that's it amazing. Turns out he is a regular guy. But anyway, yeah. All right, so you the run turnout looked insane in Miami, and it was raining. So it a huge storm came through like right before the run, and then during the run it didn't rain, but it was really nice because it actually cooled off a little bit. So our run wasn't that terrible, but it turns out I run. The uh, store that we started from, Um, they host a workout every Monday, like a legit workout. Okay. So we started this group run and it was a two mile warm up and then 33 minutes of 180 meter basically sprints and then 30 seconds off. Why 180 meters? I don't know. Like that's 200 meters, I understand. Yes. 100s, I understand. But they had the the road marked off and people were just, and then they had different groups. So like a 520, a So all of a sudden people started just booking? Well, he explained it and then, yeah, they did took Did you off. do it? I did not. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just jogged around while everyone else was working real hard. Whoa. So, and I have to say, the pictures looked amazing. Uh, shout out to Chase Fleming, who yeah. was doing the photography. Um He's, he's really did a great job capturing it. Yeah. And you did a really nice job with the video camera and the GoPro, like putting together those reels were pretty FOMO. Professional now. Yeah, yeah, they look nice. Yeah. And then, okay, so what happens after that? You just go home and rest because this would be now <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
Monday. Monday. You got to be taken off because you don't want to be drinking. Well, they started handing out beverages at Iron at the store. Oh, really? Was this a Monday morning run? Monday night. Oh, <laughs> Monday okay. morning. I like that. For some reason, I thought it was thinking. a Monday morning run. I was like, that's cool. Um, <laughs> no, because Ari did a run in the morning. Okay, here's okay. a. Oh, that was okay. Here's yeah. some big things I learned about Miami. One, the drivers are absolutely insane. Florida drivers. I know every state says like their drivers are insane. No, Florida, South Florida drivers are actually insane. I I can't even picture because Megan doesn't complain about much. Yeah. So if she's saying it's insane. Every time nuts. I got an Uber, I was like, this might be it. This is where it ends. Yeah. Like there's people are leaning on horns, like just going down one way is the wrong way. It's just it's yeah. a it wild is, time. It is crazy down there. Okay, so what's the other thing? Um oh no. <laughs> yeah, two things. Oh <laughs> like people that live in South Beach or Miami are on a different time line than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Megan like, and I got in an elevator at ten. 30 a.m. after our breakfast uh-huh. and a man got in with us two guys not no shirts on and they were like sorry we just got back from the club um, oh it's been wow. a really long why night. no shirts on and he goes i'm just everything feels really hot right now <laughs> what drug does that makes everything feel hot when know. you've been up all night i don't know somebody write in and tell us what that would be <laughs> this cocaine <laughs> but so like the I club maybe ecstasy yeah. The clubs, like... Or what do the kids call it? Yeah, the kids call it something different now. The clubs basically don't close, is what I'm told. Like, they open at Friday night, and they stay open until Monday morning. Do they not do, like, a... We're closed for an hour or something? Not not over that weekend time I span. Okay. I don't think they do, yeah. All right. So, but you and Meg, you, you <laughs> had these cocktails at, at, or beverages at the run, and then you're done, right? Because, <laughs> like, you've now been drinking... Friday, yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah. Sunday. Now it's Monday. <laughs> what what happened? Well, you really are on tour. We tr- I know, <laughs> I know, right? We tried to. I'm find, checking a bag for needles. <laughs> find a couple um, spots over on Miami because we were staying at South Beach, but the run was over on Miami, like the main city, and mm-hmm. um, we failed miserably at multiple places. And so Megan, uh, Karen from Asics, and I all just decided to go back to our hotel bar and hang there for a while. Okay. Yeah. Hi, this is Thomas. First check-in. Man, if you're not superhuman, you got to hydrate because otherwise you're going to pass out. So <laughs> make sure that when you're on this run, it might be time to invest in a handheld or maybe you can get like a backpack or something because it's hot out there. Do it. Carry some water with you. It's better than if you're trying to look for a water fountain, then you get to the water fountain and it turns out they turned off the water fountain. It's bad. So that's the first tip. But you must say like you went to bed early because you had to run the you next day. This. Yeah, <laughs> you love this. I love this so much. So, yeah. So how late did you guys stay out? Uh, it was midnight. One. Nice. Yeah. yeah. One? Did I hear one in there? Might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Did I hear a niner? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But then, you know, you I know you're disciplined. So you get up. And so after Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you've got to get up and run on Tuesday. Correct. So how far did you run Tuesday morning? Ten miles. Oh man! <laughs> wow, that's I, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm following the marathon training plan, I'm and look, impressed. I'm here He's, and I'm fine. Yeah. Thomas, Thomas is convinced I can't do this, and I'm gonna prove him wrong. I've, I know. I, you know what? I, I think you can do it. Don't prove me wrong. Live, live, please live. Uh, no, don't be no human is limited. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, it's, it's true. It's a fact. Uh, you yeah. gotta test it. True. Yeah. All right. So she actually 
did. She came home yesterday. How many drinks did you have? Zero. Oh, yeah. uh, there we go. Yeah. I had to work out this morning. <laughs> Hang out to dry a little bit. <laughs> you had to work out. But guess who's coming today uh, to get ready for the party? Is it Mike? Michael? He is, but oh yeah, who's feathers else? is feathers, oh, feathers is, is coming. Today. She went home okay. for one day, gotcha. okay. and then is flying and I today. will guarantee you that at our house tonight <laughs> there will be beverages. Oh yeah, yeah, man, that's uh quite a tour. Yeah, that we're is on tour. Like Robbie said, we're on you tour. You are on tour. You got to live up to the <laughs> tour lifestyle. I didn't buy in on this. This isn't for me. <laughs> I fully approve. I know. I'm in. You want you want the total destruction of our relationship. <laughs> go horse gambling. Go out party. End this sucker. Oh, speaking of horse gambling, anything like that down in the south? No, we didn't. That would be that would be uh, dog uh, racing. Dog racing right? for oh, sure. Oh, we did see uh, in Austin there was a. It said cockfights. Wait, like, really? Is that allowed? Uh, in Texas. Probably, but you can't stop Texas people. I think, generally speaking, they, they aren't because I feel like I've no. I feel like I saw before. a sign in Austin when we were there yeah. for the running event that there are cockfights there. They probably are pretty safe. Like they probably aren't to the death. But <laughs> wait, they're just slap fights. I don't know. They probably like, cocks don't like, know how to not kill. Like little Jerry Seinfeld, he put little <laughs> boxing gloves on them. <laughs> There's no way <laughs> it's to the death. I don't know. I mean, I, I maybe I, it's a different kind. Uh, things get weird in the South. What's worse, just Kill, like growing a chicken in captivity and then killing it for its meat or letting it like kind of be a sporty chicken that could possibly You're, get dead. And then eating it? Yeah. I don't think they eat them. No. Oh, they're yeah, just roosters. Dead. Not yeah. so great. I don't know. Has anybody tasted rooster? <laughs> I'm sure someone can't has. can't be that bad. <laughs> I'm sh- it has. I don't know. I'm sure people have. Why don't, why don't we eat it then? <laughs> because you need one rooster for several chickens. Yeah, I think in an emergency scenario like life or death, yeah, I would go for it. Dude, life or death, I'd eat squirrel. Yeah. I'd pretty much eat. Yeah, I mean, it's life or death. Much, by the way, speaking of eating anything, we were cleaning up our office for the party, <laughs> and we put a chair out front, and somebody walked by and left, like, food on the chair. Okay, it was a, it was oh, a, a Amazon Fresh box of brownies, like brownie bites. Okay. And so it was unopened, right? Yeah. So I took them home. Well, Wait. Thomas put them on my desk, and I was like, "Just I knew I would eat them." And I was staring. I was like, "I'm not going to eat these." I was like staring out, <laughs> staring at them all day. I was like, "Well, I don't want them to go away, so I'll take them home and just you know whatever, see what happens." And <laughs> so Kimmy saw them and just assumed they came from somewhere, and like she was like, "Oh, she's you know open up," and I was like, "Oh, that technically that like someone just like dropped it off." But it was unopened, so it's yeah. all good. So she she ate one, and then she says, "What?" She's like, "Man, someone at the office ate a bunch of these." I was like, "No, they didn't. It was unopened." And I looked at the box, and it's like twelve servings, <laughs> and there's only six in there. <laughs> so the other end of the box was open. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have one? Yeah, in solidarity. <laughs> in solidarity. Oh my God. In solidarity, I had one too. It was, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they're called one bite brownies if you want them. I was like, um, I was like, sorry, dude, that's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, I mean, there's so many preservatives. It's, I don't know. Before that's we a, leave the, thing, the right? Megan's destruction tour, uh, hydration tour, <laughs> um, can we just say uh, your next stop uh, obviously is Baltimore last night because we're going to have this yep, on yep. Friday, and the next one after that will be tomorrow in Oklahoma City. All right. 
Ooh, so the people, possibly if you're listening to this in the uh, metro area around Oklahoma City, Mm -hmm. you could possibly still get into this uh, hydration tour. Yeah, it's going to be an early one. It's 6.30 a.m., um, but hopefully drink we can it? beat some of the heat and uh, <laughs> DVD. <laughs> um, yeah, it should be fun. All right. And then uh, following that, one week later, you will be... Nashville. That's in Tennessee, Robbie. Yep. And, and we that one so far is the lowest RSVPs. Really? But I feel like it's going to be like Miami where they're going to see what's happening in Baltimore and Oklahoma. Yeah, come on, Nashville. And come on, Nashville. Yeah, we want to see you. Up. It's going to be a fun one. Um, We're going to be handing out uh, branded beer bongs. <laughs> oh. I don't think so. Yeah. All you bachelor parties, bachelorette parties listening to this, come out to the run. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you- I'm interested to see because we saw a lot of bachelorette parties in Austin. I wonder if Nashville's okay. going to have even more. I mean, I, Nashville's oh, I like the it's, East a- co- it's the East Coast capital of bachelorette yeah. parties. What happened? It used to be like New Orleans and Las Vegas. Is it just Nashville's the place now? Yeah, I think it's just that, you know, Broadway and the downtown scene, it's like easy to get to places where you can drink and have fun. Mm. So I think it's just, and it seems a little bit like exotic in a way because okay. it is. If Megan, if you and Megan can yeah. latch on to a cool bachelorette party. Yeah. I say you do it. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would be right up there with Y'all Out Boy. Mm. By seems the way, less fun, but... Y'all Out Boy liked our stories of their. Uh, of course they did, yeah. I mean, that's celebrities too. We got Danny, we got Anders, we got Y'all Out Boy. Boy. Yep. All right, so in Nashville, we definitely have to find someone. Yes. Famous. Oh yeah, you could find. There has you'll throw Kelly a rock Clarkson and hit maybe. A, she's in New York. There's now, like right? a huge country concert in town while we're there. Dirk's Bigelow oh. or something. Dirk's big. Dirk's Bentley. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Um, yeah, you should. George it, Strait is playing. Oh wow! The night that we're there is that that's a good is one. that a big guy? Yeah, that's a yeah. big one. All right. I don't think that we'll probably see him because he's doing a concert. I mean, but seriously, you could throw a rock and hit a country artist in Nashville. That's or, true. Or just a general. It's just a place for music now. Rock, right? Black Keys live there. Uh, White Kings stripes. of Leon, White Stripes. Yeah, everyone. I don't know the voice. I don't know. They do. Yes. Yep. He has a studio there. All right. Third Man Records. Anything else you want to say about the hydration tour before we move on to Robbie's tick? Um, <laughs> no, just thanks to everyone that's come out, and I can't wait to see you at the next stops. And um, ASICS is an amazing partner, so thanks to that team. Yeah, for sure. Robbie, we were sitting here. It seems like a week ago. Was it two weeks ago? Was it two weeks two ago? Two weeks ago. And we're talking, and you look down at your arm. I said, oh. And you're like, damn, there's a tick. Which I, I don't, like, how did you know it was a tick? It was so tiny. It was tiny. I don't know. I just looked and there it was embedded in my skin. And I I was trying to figure out with it that when I got it. And I think it was the day before I was at my parents' farm. And it's tick central up in PA. All right, we're back. Second check-in. So now you're hydrated. You're feeling well. And uh, everything's running smooth. But are you doing nutrition for runs that last longer than 45 minutes? Those hour and a half runs, those 10 miles, those 12 miles, you should think about maybe adding in a gel, practicing what you're going to use on race day if that's the case. If you're training for a marathon, start getting ready for that. And guess what? When you're taking that gel, you might want to wash it down. Stay hydrated. What was weird is that four days before that, I was on a run in Maryland and found a tick on that same arm, mm. but I just flicked it. So it was, your tick it wasn't in, in my arm, so I flicked it off. But I think I got it the day before. Anyways, so I looked down, there's a tick. 
got it out and you know i'm just like well i'll just wait and see if a rash comes on there or whatever because that has happened to me before i think like three years ago i had a bullseye rash that out of nowhere and you know took the antibiotics then and was fine and everyone's we how many messages did you get about dude, it, dude in our dms people are like i'm really concerned about robbie make sure he checks on it and then i think it got to you yeah i mean i was I was going to be, I know how serious Lyme's is, so I was, you know, obviously going to get checked out if I got a rash. But what I didn't know is that apparently in the absence of a rash, if uh, 20% of people who have Lyme's get, like, fatigue, uh, you know, dizziness, nausea, those flu-like symptoms. And sure enough, uh, six days after that, I guess this past Tuesday, I was at work and I got, like, pretty tired in the afternoon now we also our air conditioning broke <laughs> yeah and right, you still have right. to show me where that thing is because i didn't even know we had a okay yeah whatever here yeah an air filter yeah, yeah. so we we got so it was super hot that day and we had just come back from california you know a, the day before so i was yeah. like maybe i'm just it's just kind of tired and the next day kind of the same thing but maybe a little bit worse thursday worse yet so i did go to the doctor thursday morning and they uh, gave me a thing to get blood work. And he said they were going to call in a prescription that day to get me antibiotics just in case. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, Thursday goes along and go to the pharmacy that evening. They didn't have my antibiotics. Said they weren't called in. Cool. So did not feel well that night. Slept horribly. Woke up feeling terrible the next day call the doctor's office they're like oh yeah uh we forgot to call it in yesterday that's seems like a big deal yeah seems like a big one yeah it's like when they don't sew you back up after a surgery <laughs> right it's like oh, i forgot about that your your guts are on the ground just, it's but, like how do you do this so then and i was supposed to go to the under yeah. armor thing so you're you supposed said. to go to the under armor i get a message i'm on the cdl run which is our faster bastards friday morning run i get a message so i have to be at under armor in like two and a half hours mm-hmm. and Robbie's like, I just had the worst night of my life. I am dying. Like, I I don't think I can make it today. Yeah. And luckily, one of the people that I'm running with was Steve Mitchell, and he was a he's a teacher. I'm like, what are you doing today? <laughs> I'm like, you're shooting pictures. <laughs> so we got him a camera, and then we were able to get Fausto, who runs with the Believe Run Club and Faster Bastards. He was able to come and do uh, some video work and photos as well. So we were able to replace Robbie, but yeah. not, not in our hearts. Like when we got no, to thanks. Under Armour. Oh, I wanted to be there for yeah. sure. By the way, I thought I, so I didn't get any gear from Under Armour. They had a package. Uh-huh. I got one shirt, okay, uh, like a running shirt, like nothing, Yeah, you know, super exciting. And I thought when I was unpacking the stuff that was for you, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this jacket's a medium. They must have meant it for me. It's all white. It's a really nice Under Armour jacket. Yeah. And then I looked at it again. Uh, yesterday when I was like, oh, I'll put this on a hanger. And I was like, let me just look one more. It's a small. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh. it's a really dope jacket. All right, sweet. So, good for you. <laughs> um, yeah, well, anyway, so so then I just, as that day went on, I just felt worse and worse. I, I had called, they got the antibiotics in, but the CVS Target, like the CVS and the Target buyer house is like, it's like if you were going to a bodega in a third world country to like get a prescription. <laughs> I use like, that one myself. Yeah, it's, it's so, a, so bad. And they just don't care. Yes. What I like is when you're like, they're like, what's the name? And you're like, you'd be like Robbie Redinger. Yeah. 
and they go and they look in the file thing. They look in the file. They're like, it's not there. Yeah. The person comes over. No, I don't see it either. And then the third person, after you've been standing there for 20 minutes, like, it's right here under R. Yeah, exactly. Like, Wait, where, where were the other people looking? Yeah. Dude yeah. with a mustache right. under D right. or M for mustache. It's, <laughs> it's crazy how bad it is. And so I, as I'm waiting there all day long at home, I'm just feeling worse and worse until I like tell my wife, like, you're going to have to go and just like, de- like demand this <laughs> because I must have the medicine. Because it's, if I don't get this today, I'm just going to like, I feel like I'm going to die tonight. And so she, then at two thirty, you finally got it. And I took the antibiotics, but I don't think I drank enough water with it because I hadn't eaten that day. I didn't have an appetite or drank much water. Do you expect antibiotics to kick in like, right? Like you take them and you feel better? I don't know, but I just was like, I need to take it okay. like to get this started at least. But I guess with doxycycline, if you take it, you can, it can create like vomiting or nausea if it's nice. not taken properly. And I don't know if it was that or the limes, but I ended up just puking my guts out like for a few, like everything, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. When it's like everything, everything. And it was horrible. Yeah. My favorite part of this story though, is Robbie went camping the next day. <laughs> well, so, so here's the deal is that, and I felt just like they like, till nine o'clock that night just felt terrible. And then it's, I, oh, and then I took when I could. So what happened was I, uh, they were like, you should go to the emergency room if you can't keep anything down because you're going to be dehydrated and everything. Well, I worked my contact of like my network of friends who had recently pregnant wives and got prescription Zofran. What is that? Which is anti-vomiting. Yeah, basically. Like an- it basically suppresses your vomit like reflex. Like, holy crap. I wouldn't even know. Would you know to do that? Yeah. Well, I... Talked to my one friend who's a doctor, and he was like, if you could score some Zofran, that'll... <laughs> I like a doctor saying if you could score. <laughs> that'll keep you from, like, going to the emergency room. Because they're going to... That's what they would give you if you went there. Yeah. And so I did get some of that. Um, and they... And then I was able to drink liquid IV. like um, So I made, like, a couple glasses of that. How many packets of liquid IV do we have? Because you... I bought that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so I... I bought it when we were in San Francisco. And I feel like the liquid IV has like the most like full spectrum of like everything. It, it also has a lot of sodium. Yeah. And it has yeah. a lot of sodium. So I, that kind of helped bring me out of it. And then the next morning I felt like pretty good. And so I had, again, yeah. So the whole deal was that I, that week I had been packed for camping and we were like fully like packed and everything. I was like, like, I want to salvage this weekend a little bit. And it was probably too much too soon because I was pretty, like, still tired. Here's the thing that kills but me. Where do you get ticks? Camping. In the woods. I Dude, I... Like, I, I'm not going in the woods. I tick, <laughs> I repellent it. I, I, like, douse myself in repellent, though. Is there sure. a tick repellent? Yeah, I mean, most insect repellents are also tick, tick repellent. Okay. I'll note it. But, and, yeah, so, I don't know. But it, it ended up being, like, okay, but... Then I got my blood work back yesterday, and sure enough, yeah, positive for Lyme's disease. But I think we caught it soon enough. Yeah, I think that's the key, right? Is it catches? Yeah. So the PSA for this, mm-hmm. or the more you know, is that if you have a tick on you, probably good to get it tested. Yeah, regardless, because there is a lot of misconceptions that people think like about you were it. Looking for the bullseye. Yeah, like everyone thinks that, but that's not always the case. So yeah, I think that's probably a good 
if you do have an embedded tick to and mine was and mine might not even been it was like 24 hours so it wasn't that long in the ecosystem what's the value of a tick like why do we need ticks i don't know like that should be something we should work I, on eradicating. Well, that's what I was saying. I wish th- you know how we have all those pests that come over from China that mm-hmm. like lantern flies and whatnot. Like, why can't we have a pest that just eats ticks? Like, why can't instead of killing all the ash trees like in the forest? That's a what we robot. Need. We need to start developing robot stuff. Birds. Okay, one cool thing that's just made me think of it that happened in Austin. So along Ladybird Trail, there's all these goats, uh-huh. and they import them to eat the poison ivy. Oh yeah. I like that. And you know what? I almost took a picture. So I had to pick up Theo from camp uh, for 24 hours, basically. Uh-huh. Um, and they had a little tiny baby goat at the camp. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, Meg would probably love a picture of this tiny goat. But I was busy picking up a kid. Yeah, my, my parents have a couple acres and it's a lot of woods and brush. And they, my mom has, at this point, like 30 goats. So they just let them go and just they eat literally everything it's crazy would your mom be willing to bring a couple goats to a party like could we have them at like a great party <laughs> probably yeah okay because i feel like she a has baby one i feel like they have kids like every two weeks <gasps> oh so. i will take one if i would i would definitely no we're not kid. getting a baby goat <laughs> yeah. i'll buy property yeah. to get a goat dude they are annoying because they do eat everything when but i was growing so up cool. i had a pet like, goat yeah they're awesome uh, his name was flash. flash i actually have a scar on my lip from okay. where well i was I used to like to do the thing where you, you try to challenge him. Uh-huh, yeah. And I was doing straight on, so I felt pretty safe. But Flash had been working on some strategies. Ooh. So he flipped around and then jumped up and hit me backwards. Yeah. So here's the front. If you're listening, it's very difficult to understand. I was pushing. His neck snapped this way, and then he jumped up and hit me back this oh, way. Oh, yeah. There's Wiley like that. Yeah. Dude, smart. My, my mom got a black eye a couple months ago from, from your dad. same thing. He was jealous of her you know spending they, too much time with goats. I was, I was going to make a joke that would not be go over very well. Yeah. So good. I'll just leave that yeah, one that out. That was good. You went right to the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, speaking of birds and robots, when I woke up from when we were camping the mm-hmm. other day, when you hear birds in the woods when you're camping, they sound exactly like R2-D2. Like electronics. Yeah. Like yeah. there is no difference no. if you put this side by side. Yeah. So I don't know. I think there is something to that. I, I'm not saying every bird is fake. <laughs> I'm saying maybe one out of five. I think woodpeckers are real. Why would you do that? Yeah. Oh, why? You just yeah. think that. I think they plant sensors in trees. I think they're drilling holes and then they excrete a tiny bird sensor and it maps the forest and that way the government can see what's going on in remote areas why would if i don't know if i can get behind that one why why would they they have to peck the sensors out no they put it they're embedding it into the tree oh so first it puts a hole that makes more and then with its electronic dispenser yeah it shoots a probe into the tree that tree creates a network of actually that doesn't make a lot of sense now, yeah. you now you map remote areas that you would be hard to get to okay all right you'll see robbie out Never there mind. like bathing in deep actually now <laughs> you think now i think about it yeah woodpecker would be like the, that is probably the most robotic of them all yeah how <laughs> else could they do that <laughs> them and hummingbirds yeah <laughs> all right well i don't want to think about this too much yeah start getting depressed all right, so you're going to be safe. You're going to be fine. We're going to get you. What recovered. do they tell you to do? Anything now that you've tested? No, I just got to take the antibiotics, and then I think I'm 
Good. I don't know. The doctor wants me to come back to the office, but I feel like that's just a waste of a drive. But maybe I should. Maybe I should. Go Speaking back of waste of a drive. Oh wait, real quick. The the I got my blood work back, but it has like other stuff on it. Too. Like iron levels. It didn't. I don't think it had iron, but it had glucose, and I was like, whoa. But it wasn't a. <laughs> whoa. It wasn't a fasting study, so that could be high, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're not fasted, okay. don't worry about it. I was like, man, that's like off the charts there. <laughs> See, I wouldn't even know what high glucose would be. It tells it tells yeah. you if it's uh, high. Yeah. It probably was bright red. Uh. Yeah, because I think it was right after I ate breakfast. Yeah, then so. that's then, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, continue. I forget where I was going. You were something about. Oh, I, okay. Take so if, if you're, if, if you know, you were there with me in California, my face was peeling off and dropping on the ground. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was a crime scene experts, like wet dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was leaving DNA everywhere I went. Um, so that's over, you know, the doing the nuclear cream. Mm-hmm. And then, so I thought I was going to get the basal carcinoma removed. But I don't even think you told people on this podcast that you had basal carcinoma. Okay. So when I ran Boston and my singlet was bloody, everybody's like, oh, you needed your nipples are chafing. I was like, it wasn't my nipple. It's this little I had. I thought it was like a pimple or a thing that just kept coming back. But it would go away and it would come up and it would kind of get like a little scab on it. And it just happened when I ran Boston that the singlet was rubbing against where where it is it opened up and bled so i went to go see uh the skin care doctor yeah that's the one (laughs) thank you megan um and went to go see them and they check everything but she they looked at that and they took a little scalpel and they sliced a piece off sent it away for there's the same time that they're looking at my face being like you got to nuke that whole thing Um, (laughs) start over (laughs) we're gonna start with a new face and uh, Robbie, you want me to remind you about the movie Face Off. So there it is. Thank you. Um, and so I go in there. They're like, nuke your face. And they're like, we'll just take a little sample of this and we'll send it away and see what's what. And then I get a phone call. And I got to say, the bedside man or the person who called me wasn't that good. He's like, uh, yeah, you got to have, uh, you got you got a basal carcinoma. It's cancer. You got to have that removed. And like, not no context. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, it's a localized spot. If it doesn't get taken care of, yes, it can become a big deal. But no context. Just, hey, you got cancer. You need to cut it off. So immediately I call Megan crying. Um, <laughs> she starts Googling. And uh, uh, we, I'm like, your, your husband's going. I'm dying. <laughs> um, and uh, Megan, she's like, well, at least our will's up to date. Yeah. Um, it's positive spin. Yeah. Anyway, so... Find out it's not not a big deal, but yeah, they're gonna cut that out. I thought I was going back to get that cut out. Uh-huh. Turns out they just had me do an appointment to look at my face. Oh, really? that was what you did this past Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so I go so like, in. How about also how about that cancer? thing? Well, that's what I kept saying. I was <laughs> like, can you just cut that? Like I'm here. Yeah. Why can't you just? It doesn't sound like you said it wasn't a big deal. You just cut cut right. that out and get. Because like, then we can't double bill you. I know. Uh, <laughs> they're like, no, you'll come back August for that. Um, but it was a weird thing I was trying to explain to Megan today. Like, the lady walks in the room. She's a female, because I said lady. Female yep, lady. Yep, got and it. a doctor. Mm-hmm. And a learned doctor. Yeah. So she comes in, goes straight to my face, and starts touching it. Ooh. Like, in like normal it, circumstances, you'd probably be okay with that. Well, no, it's like this. Like, imagine someone comes in the room, and they didn't even slow down. Like, I'm sitting in a chair, and oh. she's like, how are you? And just zoom in. And... 
immediately, like I felt like a monkey in the jungle where they're getting the ticks again, yeah. back to the ticks, uh, among, like right into my face, and she's rubbing. Did looking. she have man hands or no, like had, gentle hands? Actually, they were lovely hands okay, now that good. I think about it. Yeah. But she got right in my, like imagine like normal talking distance. Yeah. Take that all away and get like three inches away from your face. Close talk. Like, how are you? Do you really want me to answer? Like, like you're right up. Like we, it, I might accidentally kiss you. Oh, um, it's one of those doctors. Yeah. So she <laughs> checks the forehead. She checks the nose. Checks the temples. She's like, "This worked really well." What did you think? And I said, "Well, I'm glad it worked well because you basically melted my face off. Like I was, like I like that she said like this worked really well. Are there circumstances where it doesn't work really well? I think there are because I got messages from people that were like, "I did that. It was <laughs> it was horrible." If they ever work. tell me to do that, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm just not. I'll like, secretly put it on her face at night. No. I'll be like rubbing it on. Yeah, you, you would have to do it. The it honestly though, make my my skin that has grown back. It's not bad. Did you well, take a picture of your face for testimonial purposes? I, know. I didn't I didn't want any record of that. I mean it's bad enough that we had to do like in our last shoe review was at the Cayano. Like like it's I it's really red. Yeah. I was like, oh. And then but like going out to Norda. Like when we were doing that, like literally like flakes are falling off my, my head. I, I can confirm. But now you have a new face. I do. And I actually, I like this skin. You like your new face? I, I, I like it so far. Yeah. And she told me, she's like, do you have cream left over? And I'm like, yeah, a, sh a shit ton of it. Like that tube is like a toothpaste sized tube. Mm -hmm. And all you had to do was rub on like dots. You should just start using it for other parts of your body. That's what and I was thinking. To get new skin. Yeah. But mm. here's yeah. the thing. She's like, yeah, keep that cream because if you get a little rough spot or something, you can just take care of it yourself. Oh. Like, and I'm like, for a spot check, that, that wouldn't be so bad. Like, if there's a little rough thing that you're like. Look at me. Do I need it anywhere yet? Apparently, it's, it's if you know. feel it. Like, it's a rough part of your face. Like, if your skin isn't smooth. Like, I had, like, little, like, bumps. What, how do you know it's not just dry skin, though? That's what it seemed like. Dude, but it never goes a, away, I you guess. You probably have it. Oh, shit. Dude, you need to go. <laughs> You just want to see my just, face melt off. Just I borrowed did. his cream. I, You'll like, be fine. No, you can't borrow my cream. What if I have relapse? <laughs> you just have a brand new face. Like, it's going to take a while. Have you checked to see if there's a black market for that stuff? I will tell you. I feel like the skin looks a little bit younger, a little bit glowier. Okay. So. It's brand new. I mean, even Megan commented on one of my things. She's like, your skin looks good. Didn't you say that? I mean, yeah. Plus, I was comparing it to what it was. Oh, that is true. She had seen that. Oh, flaky. Yeah. Okay. It couldn't oh. be worse. Yeah, that is true. It was pretty. It was pretty heinous. You stayed with me. That was pretty good. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for that. I um, yeah. I'm. It's it's interesting, like hearing about that prescription stuff. I'm reading a book right now, The M Empire of Pain. Which is the whole story of the the family that behind the oxycotton Purdue pharmaceuticals? Yeah, you were reading that when we went to Oakland. Yeah, I'm like two thirds of the way done with it now. But man, that is like it just makes you so angry at so, do you so believe many people. More conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Like, is this not it's good not for even, people that are paranoid? Yeah. Wait, what is this about? It's the uh, the family who the pharmaceutical family, the Sackler family behind the um. Per, Purdue Pharma, which pr was the creator of OxyContin and basically okay. was just like offering 
unbelievable like sales bonuses no ceiling to commissions for their salespeople to just and just like basically had the circular like method of like it's like doc- legalized drug dealing yeah it literally was like they had doctors within their own network saying this is great this is like a harmless medication and then they would filter it to like their salespeople who then go to other doctors and it's just this endless circle of drug dealing uh and that and then they would just hammer the places like kentucky pa ohio that had like west virginia west virginia that had you know populations that did have pain but not to that degree and then they would their sales people go in hammer it until they got the sales up then they split that part into like two more divisions like two more territories and then hammer those and then just like kept doing it until there was mm. pill mills everywhere and everyone's addicted and it was just really horrible like and they knew and so the whole thing was like big tobacco because they knew the harms of you know they were aware that there was it was a addic- problem it, but they would spin it as it only it only becomes addictive if the person is an addict before that, you know, Mm -hmm. they said you couldn't get addicted from it if you took it as prescribed, which was not true. Yeah. I like Um, even one time when I got my molars out when I was in college, they gave me like uh, Percocet for the week. Right. And I just remember I finished the week of Percocet Mm -hmm. and I remember coming down and going back to class and just being like super depressed. Like I was like, Oh man, I was like, life was so fun on the Percocet. <laughs> right, yeah. Like that's, like, dude, sucks. they were offering trial, 30-day trials for free to people, just giving them away. <laughs> like that's, li- that's exactly, that's exactly like, the drug deal. It really yeah. is. Yeah. You, just, you just party with this for a second. <clears throat> but you just, yeah, anyways. So I've, I've been reading that. And it, you're right. Like it really does make you think about what's going on behind the scenes because they had their, like they had an open line to the head of the FDA yeah. of the pain management, the who approved pain medications, open line to him who like basically worked with him hand in hand to approve it in record time. And then he, he as soon as it was approved, he, he gets a job he with quit it. the FDA yeah. and went a year later just to make it look like it was ethical. But he had he been probably was getting paid during he went, that time. Yeah. And he went to them and was getting paid 400,000 a year, like as a yeah. consultant. So it was like, yeah, that does make me a little bit skeptical about well, things. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because I like even corn. Like when corn syrup was in everything that we ate, the government was supporting the corn yeah. farmers and you know all of that Monsanto and right. all that. They there is a there's precedence for when they want to push something. I mean, same thing with like out. sugary sodas and drinks and stuff. They have a huge lobby group that gets people to say this is good for you in certain doses and everyone knows it's like it's not really you know we the one thing we haven't talked about we talked a little bit about megan's running uh because it was fascinating that she was able to to do it in the temperatures in the heat and treating herself the way she did but what's your running (laughs) well i mean not really anything it's because the last week was with the vomiting stuff yeah i didn't i did run the one day i had it the one morning but it was just like after that, I, I didn't, and then I did run this morning. Finally, back again, and like M&M. yeah, but yeah, I think it was just a uh, between the sprained ankle, the travel, then getting limes right after that. It was just like this three three peat back to back, just like getting hammered. Yeah, so but I feel good now, and I ran in the shoe that we're talking about today this morning. Yeah, I d- I unconventionally ran in it. Um, we both, yeah. We yeah. Both so I've been running fine. 
I'm, I'm back on track. I did finish my first week of New York City training, you know, training to NYC. Um, Megan had a nice, easy welcome back. I think it was like 40 miles. Yeah. And then uh, th I'm back on it this week. Just did a speed workout this morning, and I decided to do the speed workout in the shoe that we're going to talk about. Um, Real quick. Yeah. You seem to be doing your keeping up with grit miles i, I see the ralphie report every morning i've been doing the Ra ralphie i tell you what Still i thought it'd be fun one time but then i get requests oh really uh, yeah like ralphie's becoming a celebrity wow. and this may rejuvenate the hey i'm ralphie uh instagram the movement account. okay i don't know i tagged him this morning is, is it getting reshared to it mm. yeah. yeah megan is the keeper of the oh you probably don't even have it on your phone anymore do you i, I feel like celebrity dogs do. may have been that may have been a little bit it like ended with four years ago. Yeah. That's like, what I'm, yeah, I'm like over it. Yeah. It's not that he's a celebrity, but one day I'll look back. Like if I, like I love, if you go to, Hey, I'm Ralphie, there's the puppy days. But that's, that's all you need is just, he's a cute little Cause puppy. then he looks the Got same. It. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just, he's just Ralphie. Anyway, it's, it's Ralphie report. He does a great job. We talk about it a little bit before, kind of like, what's your motivation? Mm -hmm. And uh, I am like, keep a straight face, you know, try to be on. But one of the cutest things was, when Megan got home, he lost his, like, lost it. So he comes running down the stairs, and I think I have my video on. And he's going nuts. He's flipping upside down. He's doing, like, so excited to see her. Oh, yeah. And I'm taking oh, yeah. two <laughs> photos. One when he first got down there. One when I thought the video was over. Dad moved <laughs> So we actually had to do it all over again. The video that you'd see oh, if you went right now to my story okay. is the, he went upstairs for a second, and I was like, Megan, do it again. He'll he'll still be excited to see you. And uh, sure enough, he was super excited to see her again. It wasn't quite the level of excitement that was the first one. Yeah. But he was definitely, definitely glad to have Megan home. I was very happy to have you home as well. But Ralphie, I, I couldn't do what Ralphie did. <laughs> Spread down the stairs. And then slide across the floor. And Ralphie doesn't have opposable thumbs, so he couldn't have recorded <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it would have been, we would have missed the whole thing. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and speaking of grit, I guess we should like recap our uh, the last week or so, which hasn't changed. Pat Blair's still oh he just passed five hundred miles today, so Jeez. there's like two weeks left. By and the is way. he averaging his marathon a day? Yeah. Oh, he's Pat. He's over a marathon a day. He, All right. And he does it. Is he doing doubles or is he doing like a marathon? Uh, he's running twenty six miles. I happen now. I know that we donate to the Donna Foundation. Uh, for the to end breast cancer, but I also know that Pat is his charity does diabetes uh, adventures for the cure adventures for the cure. So if you are interested in donating to either organization, you can just can they just use our race site to donate to Donna? Uh, the yeah. run yeah. sign up, yeah. and then for Pat, where would they go to donate to him? I'll leave it in the description. All right, it'll be in the description. But both phenomenal causes. You know, it's weird. I keep meeting new people who uh, are diabetic and running and, you know, trying to get the word out about it as an athlete. And now with these tracking tools, because one guy I was talking to at the Norda run, he had the constant uh, insulin reader made and with CGM the, with it. And then it had like an automatic insulin pump. Oh. So like it read here and then pump there. Like if you needed insulin, it's pretty insane. Like I think that living with, uh, type one uh, diabetes is going to be something that is going to be more and more interesting possible. That's cool. 
Um, They're like robots. Yeah, I like that. I mean, part of that. But the, yeah, so he's, uh, Pat Blair, congratulations on your, I mean, he's 150 miles ahead of the next person. He's going to be at the party tomorrow, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and he also has 42,000 feet of elevation. So it's not like he's running flat no. the whole time. It's crazy. And in the meantime, he won the Catoctin, uh 50K, 50K, came first place in a sick time. Yeah. Like he's not playing that's around. A, yeah. That's, there's some fast people who run that race. So anyways. Including Johnny Lyons. Yep. But yeah, so Summer Grit, we are halfway through and or more than that. And the party, I'm assuming it went awesomely. We're recording this the day before the party and it comes out the day after. So got a little yeah, party Megan's sandwich. probably just run 20 miles uh, the day after. after having you have to run 20 miles on Friday? 16. Okay, 16. But it'll be after some beverages. <laughs> I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm look. I'm really looking forward to. It. I hope. Uh, can't wait to talk about it next week. That's awesome. And uh, additionally, I want to just while we're here, let's sh- uh, shout out the sponsors: Lagoon Pillows, uh, Junk Headbands. I've seen a lot of people posting their pictures with. Yeah, the they look good. Headbands, yeah. Uh, Asics, of course, provided the shirts and a lot of the support for uh, Grit and Featherston Nutrition, who you can listen to on Fuel for the Soul, is offering up her attention with. Um, Nutrition advice while you're getting through here, and obviously the hydration tour plays into that, along with Running Warehouse, who's offering prizes and stuff for Grit. So yeah. thank you to all our partners. We uh, couldn't do it without you. We love putting on Grit. We love having the community that wraps around it. And guess what, people? We already know there's a winter Grit, and we already know the swag for next year's oh, summer I don't grit. even I don't even know that. Oh, you'll get excited. Okay. Let's just say you used it in tokyo when you ran the marathon there uh, okay i think i might know oh all everyone gets meta speed edges uh no <laughs> <laughs> but you'll see it'll be good and then uh yeah it should it should round out quite nicely all right that's the oh you got one more thing about grit no not about grit okay. but before we get the shoe one more thing okay i wanted to give a shout out to courtney dewalter for winning hard rock in another record time Three weeks okay. after setting the it's smashing kind of, the world, kind of can States. we say that she's the uh, like she's up there with Kipchoge status at this point? I, I would think you'd like, have is to she be. not the greatest of all time in tra- yeah. women's trail? I know everyone says, says that term, but like she's yeah, ridiculous. Like it, it's almost ridiculous. Like, I like she, I think she finished third overall as well. She's at Hard just Rock on another level overall. than anyone I, else, but she's won races outright, like against yeah. dudes, yeah. yeah. So and it's it's not just that but the way that she does it there's a smile on the face there's uh people love seeing her win i mean she said at, in an instagram post like about hard rock she said pretty much it sucked from the first mile <laughs> imagine that. she's like i just didn't i knew i didn't have it from the first mile and i was like there's you 99 more going 100 miles in that terrain that ten thousand feet of elevation you're like whatever. what does she what goes through her mind where she's like i'll just keep going i i don't I don't know. Mm. But you see Mike Ambrose is in her crew, her uh, I did not. support crew. Yeah. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So former Solomon dude who works, I think he works at Black Diamond now. And he's just a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like him. And the fact that him and Brent worked together at one point. Yeah. Brent is also a really super nice guy. He's a tracksmith now. Mm-hmm. And he just moved to the neighborhood the boys live in. The boys is in your boys. Yeah. yeah. Part time. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it just blew my mind. I was. They actually had a good tracker. Like everyone has GPS trackers, and you can follow it online, which is like no race. Ever. It's always so hard to follow a trail race. You're usually looking at random Twitter updates, but you could actually see exactly where the runners were. That's cool. Um, I think Dylan Bowman for finishing top 10 for did speed, he finish top 10 for speedland okay yeah. i know that he took a nap at one point oh which yeah i think it's kind of crazy that in a in a race you could take a nap and <laughs> still finish top 10 yeah well it's that power nap they say like 15 minutes can like no i think it. i think it might have been longer than <laughs> i think it was longer because i know exactly what you're talking about because he, he and avery collins had stayed together until mile 81 and then they were just stuck on that for about two like an hour or so I was like, yeah, maybe they both DNF, but Avery DNF and then Dylan kept going. But um, but yeah, I, I'm not. Sh- I, th- I think he was top ten at least. I don't know. I have to check on that. Speaking of Speedland, I got to see a, a neat project that they're doing with another brand. Oh, and uh, it's a little bit of a departure, but I'll talk to you about it offline. Okay. For the rest of you, you still have to guess. All right. Interesting. All right. Final check in. Yeah, I'm on the hydration kit because of Megan and Meg, and they're out there doing the hydration tour. And uh, you know what? The best thing I could give you as a tip is to participate in one of those tour stops and find out how hydration affects you and what you can do to better hydrate. And guess what? As runners in the summer, probably can't eat too much salt. So don't even worry about your salt intake during the summer. If you're running and you're sweating and you're doing all that, you need to replace those electrolytes. So eat up, make it salty. All right, so let's, I guess, talk about the shoe for today. Yes, we are talking, give me the full name, Robbie. Uh, I think it's just Nike Ultra, Ultrafly. I think they put the Zoom X in there, maybe. Nike Zoom X Ultrafly. Yeah, and it, no trail or anything on there? It's just. I don't think there's a trail on it. So on the, it's, on the name. It's supposed to be a trail shoe. It's got full cover Vibram. Uh, is this the same stuff that we know? Yeah, the it, light. Like, yeah, um, light base mega light grip. base, which is also on another shoe that we love called the Norda. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got a full coverage on the bottom. The lugs are not that scary looking. I would say they're five less than five millimeter. That's what, oh, yeah. three millimeter, maybe lug. three. Yeah, and so it's kind of smooth enough to run on the road. Yeah, uh, for sure. Which we'll get into. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little bit about the upper and stuff. This is one of maybe my favorite nike designs i've ever seen top to bottom okay i love i love everything about this shoe i think it's really simple i think some of the accents and the artwork on it are the things that really make it stand out i like the little flag on the heel counter uh-huh. uh it fits amazingly well it is a little wider build than you would expect that's it, it does is. look like that and especially I, for a nike i kind of love it yeah. it has so it has a vapor weave upper similar to their race day shoes mm-hmm. that you'll find um on the for the road and then it is that it's much wider in the toe box than any nike shoe i was a little surprised yeah same because i thought it was going to be one of those just like speedy racers and it still doesn't look like it's you know sometimes you have that wide toe box and it starts to look like a boat and not like a race day shoe this one still has a race day look yeah yeah and uh so then it has a zoom x midsole none of that garbage recycled stuff actually <laughs> like board. yeah legit zoom x but it, what's interesting is that what's the fly plate made out of uh i believe it's carbon fiber fly. i could be wrong but that's what i was curious i was like i don't want to call it carbon fiber if it's uh it's certainly rigid like this is one of the least flexible yeah i'm pretty sure it is but 
yeah, don't totally quote me on that. Yeah. Um, but then, but what's nice is that around the Zoom X here, you have this fabric that encases the entire midsole so that presumably, because if you had a high stack of Zoom X on the trails, it'd be crazy unstable. You get in chunk out. Yeah, but this like kind of secures it so you're not, it's not, you get that Zoom X bounce, but it's not coming out the sides. Is it just a coating? You said fabric. I'm pretty sure it's like a, like, it definitely gives it structure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Well, you also don't you'll you'll see you don't notice the creases in it and I ran in these and there's no like that Zoom X creasing. Right. So that it's, doesn't exist on these. I think it is like almost uh I don't know which it's not casing. Yeah, like a casing around it so that it's like a sausage casing. It doesn't expand out and give you that <laughs> instability with the Zoom X um on the trails, which is pretty great. So you know what I thought was kind of neat about this too? Uh, the applications on the side, this this welded like yeah. graphics. Mm -hmm. You see, this comes all the way up, but that creates kind of that sidewall structure. Mm -hmm. And then I was like looking at it, and I was kind of like, why does it have the tape on the Nike logo? But if you look at it, it actually creates the same thing over here with that. So it's taped down, so uh, right. you're getting that uh, yeah. the fit over here. Uh -huh. Plus, it's got that over under kind of lacing that creates a gusset on the sides that kind of really locks the foot in nicely. Yeah, step in feel. I was like, this feels like a chunky vapor fly that is just a little bit more stable because it's wider so for me this is definitely the vapor fly for the trails yeah i mean it's and it's almost a what i wish the invincible was in a way i'll i'll take it further i think this would have been the turbo replacement or that yeah yeah, yeah. like actually that's a good point like i feel like you could run daily in this you could 100 percent. so i haven't because of all the crap that's been going on, I haven't been able to get to the trails or run until today. So I just went outside. Wait a second, though. Even though you haven't run since we got these, oh, I've been every day them. in the office, Robbie's like, "This is really comfortable." It's like the shoe. most comfortable shoe ever. <laughs> yeah, and I I went out this morning when it was raining because I was like, "This would be a good test for the outsole." Light, light base. Even if it's not on the trails, slippery surfaces, mm -hmm. you know. And man, that. That outsole sticks. Like, you know those, uh, the white crosswalk lines yeah. that are always slippery? Not Nothing. So you tested your luck on them. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> and it was... Robbie loves to live dangerously. It was great. Eating brownies out of open <laughs> containers. <laughs> it's part of the job. I did think when you got those brownies, it looked... I was like, wow, they only threw in that many? That yeah. seems weird. But anyway. Um, and and you're, it's hyd the upper is somewhat hydrophobic, so my feet didn't really get wet even though I was running in the rain. Like, it, my toes got a little bit wet, but... Yeah, I could, it wouldn't keep all the water out, but I could see. It's but not going to hold the water either. Right. You know what I, I... So I decided, I was like, this feels enough like a like race day shoe. And I'm sure that there's somebody on the trail that would run my <laughs> race bases in it. But so like I did 400 repeats in it today and nice. it felt really good. Like I really enjoyed running in this shoe. I thought it, I was like, this might be Nike's best shoe. Like if you took the Vibram full coverage off and maybe just sliced it up and give it some flex grooves in it, you would have one hell of a shoe. Yeah. I mean this, it almost reminds it. I would almost put this in the super trainer category. Definitely. For road for road shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like still I would pick a Vaporfly over this cuz of weight and just like um it's just oh, it's well, yeah. totally slimmed down for racing. But this shoe if you could have this as a trainer to like and they took a little I think you just need a couple flex grooves. Like you don't even have to take off all the rubber but 
flex grooves, you would have yourself a uh, really, yeah. really good super trainer. And the, uh, so just FYI, it is a carbon fly plate okay and it is it actually says on nike's fabric wrapped midsole okay so um, i kind of wish megan got a pair of these you should probably can we should you should probably try this just even on the road so do you have any plans because this traction while i like it because it's like kind of crossover and it obviously did well at uh western states for that you know hard pack trail mm-hmm. kind of stuff yeah how do you think this would do? Yeah, on the I technical. Mean, on more technical stuff, I'm not so sure because obviously it's like like not, we're running on mud and stuff. Yeah, like I don't think this is this not, would probably not save um, you at all on mud. No, but again, yeah, it's not really it's not really meant for that, I guess. But Are we just gonna turn this into a roadshow and do a roadshow <laughs> review? Probably. All right. I'm now done. I'm gonna go this weekend. I, I'm I'm gonna go on the trails in it, but. The I can't get a price on it for some reason, but I'm pretty sure it's like 250. I thought it was in that like. Well, why wouldn't it be? It's a vapor fly for the trail. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I can't remember exactly what it is, but we will update you. With what do you think it'll look, Meg? Oh, it is 200. It is 250 dollars. So there you go. I mean, I like it. Uh, and in case you're wondering, the drop it's 38 and a half in the heel, 30 in the forefoot. Why would you do that? Why not just make it? They love doing the 38 half. Thirty-eight or thirty-nine. They love doing the half. It's it is a little. It's heavier than you think, though. It's probably because of that rubber on the bottom. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm gonna say and that the fabric and whatnot. For my size, and I'm just doing a hand weight guess here. Eleven two five. Uh, you're probably close. Probably closer to eleven, maybe a little bit under. Okay. It's ten and a half. Ten and a half ounces for a size uh, ten. So just just not, for reference, not, ter- I, not terrible. Since I mentioned it, because this isn't super speedy for the eight hundred repeats, that was uh, six forty five or not eight hundred four hundred was six forty five. So the weight didn't really affect that. Meanwhile, I was thinking about like you know Megan's running her. What's your marathon pace? What is it right now? No, what is the goal? Like a six flat. Okay, six flat, and now your easy runs. Easy is probably seven thirty, right? Yeah. Okay, so like I'm like six forty five. There's no time that Megan should be running at six forty five. Like, That's what they call the gray zone. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, so here I am, you know, thinking I'm busting my buns. She's you know she's either going faster or slower, but nothing, nothing at that point. You ever think about that? Like uh, there's like zones that you won't like paces that you just don't run that. Not that you couldn't run them, like yeah. they're just not part yeah. of your of of training or where, yeah, yeah or where you're at yeah that is interesting i really thought about that yeah. um more you know real quick just for the i was looking up some stuff but uh if you're wondering in comparison weights it's weighs just a touch more than the pegasus 40 like 10 grams more so not so almost the same as that's the pegasus 40 i mean that's pretty good yeah. for, so, trail, uh, for okay. trail shoot real, you said you said how much uh 10 grand uh i think 10 grams more than the what does that equal equal in ounces um like what is that an like a tenth of an ounce because i believe that the pegasus was, sorry a third of, a third of an ounce okay so the pegasus for me i think weighed 10.4 so that's about right yeah 10.7 10.8 for this okay so this is really not uh, bad. this under 11 that's not bad at all for a trail shoe yeah. with zoom x and the plate and the 
the great fitting upper. Yeah. And by the way, if you're thinking race day, there's plenty of cushioning, cushioning and pillowing in the heel counter and the collar. So yeah, I, th- I and think even the tongue has some nice cushion. I mean, people are going to love that shoe, but again, it's now we're talking, that's one of the most expensive trail shoes you can buy out really nor to be landed in this. So, but what about the Vective ones from uh, North Face? They're two twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, if you're racing and you're serious about trails, this is the price, right? Oh yeah, definitely. But man, I'd be nice if it was in that for a road shoe. If it was a little bit less than that to splurge. Yeah, I don't know if I pay two hundred fifty dollars for a road trainer, but <laughs> I think at some point you will. Yeah, I think that's like I mean, they keep going up. Yeah. I mean, how could Nike take this shoe? I guess if you wanted to take this shoe and, and change it a little bit for the road, take the Vibram midsole or the outsole. That's that's going to save you around, you know, five to six bucks a shoe. And then you take out the carbon fiber plate and just put in like a P-Bax plate. Yeah. Maybe don't wrap for the road. You don't need the Zoom X wrap. They're the Atom Weave. Yeah. Or Vapor Weave. Yeah. I think you could get this shoe down in cost for for a road shoe. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe yeah. we'll see it. Nike, call me. I I'll mean, work the numbers. We're just we're basically <laughs> just telling them again: make the turbo, make the peg turbo. Yeah, actually, we pretty much are. It's literally, just what we just. Why won't you make the turbo? <laughs> All right. The turbo doesn't have a plate. Right. But, yeah. All right. So should we wrap it up, Meg? You look like you're ready. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm what good. about you, Robbie? Um, I love it when people who don't listen to the podcast all the time talk about, I came for the shoe review. <laughs> yeah. like, wow. Yeah, well, you got it if you hung around. Long <laughs> Hang in there. It's like, um, it's like kind of like when you eat a Tootsie Pop and you got to wait to get to the Tootsie Roll. Or you're, you go to one of those things where they have the timeshare place and they're like, come and you get a free place to stay. And they talk to you the whole time. <laughs> have you ever done one of those? No. Dude, one time. You did it? Oh, I did it on this Dude, I'm cheap. I we did it on our honeymoon. Get out of here. Yeah. How'd it go? They really pitched it well because you know they get you right out of the gate when you're getting off the plane. Oh wow. Um, and they, I mean, I said no, but it was it was an interesting experience. I like. Did doing they pull it. your credit ahead of time? I don't think so. But so I would just be like, I love the experience of it, just because there's nothing better than seeing them switch from the nicest people in that, like in the world, to like they want to kill you. Oh, geez. Like, because you could see it switch when they realize, like, like there's no way. Are you way just wasting my time here? Yeah, there's no way you're doing it. And it's an amazing feeling. <laughs> Did that didn't make you feel uncomfortable at all? Oh, yeah. But it was, <laughs> oh, yeah. it was still like, and I get, I get how people like get sucked in that because it's very, they know every trick up their sleeve to get you to buy into it, you know? But I knew I was never going to buy I mean, a timeshare. Every place I go on vacation, there's at least, 10 minutes or an hour when I'm there where I'm like, I could live here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if somebody's like, Hey, yeah, guess what? You could. <laughs> I know, but it was only like two hours of my time. So you got a bunch of free crap out of it. Yeah. So solid. <laughs> whatever. That's um, fantastic. Sorry about that, Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. She's still with me. So it worked out, but yeah. What, what were we talking about? Timeshares and something else. I don't know. Uh, I think we were talking about like when you get one thing and you get switched because we're telling people there's a shoe yeah. review and they have to listen to the whole spiel oh, before yeah, yeah. we get to it. A lot, a yeah. lot before the shoe review. And now we're going to switch to angry people. Is no. that called gaslighting? Are we gaslighting people? It's a little bit. Right. 
All right, that pretty much wraps things up. Again, want to thank the sponsors at Grit, Asics. We've got Lagoon Pillows, Running Warehouse. Megan Featherson's kind of a partner, less than a, a sponsor, but I love calling her a sponsor. Um, and then a Running Warehouse, of course. And a big, huge thank you to all of you participating in it and the people who came out for the party last night. That was amazing. We had a great time. I'm still feeling it. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I'm still feeling it. But when this podcast comes out, there's no way you're awake. Yeah, we're not working Friday. Um, anyway, and then uh, if you want to see Megan in Oklahoma City, both Megans, you can do that by going to believeintherun.com forward slash events and RSVPing. If that wasn't enough time for you, but you're close enough to Nashville, same site. And then, hey, oh, there he is. Ralphie's in the house. The Ralphie report live. Hey, Ralph, anybody you want to say thank you to? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stoicism at its best. Robbie, anybody you want to say thanks to? Um, I want to say no thanks to my doctor for <laughs> delaying on giving me my antibiotics. And same with the CVS pharmacy. Thanks to my wife, seriously, though, for like taking care of me that day. Cause that yeah, was thanks, Kimmy. <laughs> terrible. Anyways. And thanks to Fosto and Steve for being on the Oh, and in. absolutely. Thank you to those two guys because they're solid dudes who really pitched in to help out there. But yeah. anyways. What about right. you, Meg? You want to thank the people who came out to the hydration Yeah, tour? I did, but I'll thank them again. Yeah, why not? Thank you guys, everyone who came out. It was super fun. And yeah, just looking forward to more stops and seeing you all there. Definitely. Hi, Mom. There you go. All right, that's a wrap. 